Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. The air is slowly leaking out of the flames, and we have to plug the tires and get those tires revving to even up the series on Tuesday against the Oilers. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts. Always remember to gamble responsibly if you are into gambling. How are you today? I would say happy Monday, but this is not a very happy Monday if you are a Flames fan. Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day, though. I appreciate you. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, and we are free 99 on YouTube as well. Also, uh, if you didn't see on Twitter, there wasn't an episode on Friday because I had no voice. As you can probably still hear, I am still a little struggling, so I apologize in advance for uh, just literally everything. <laughs> uh, the Flames also have a lot to apologize for because what are these performances? What on earth? Happened to them. Game two, they go up 3 nothing. right? We're, we're soaring, we're flying, like there's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. And they just crumble. They crumble under the not even pressure. There wasn't any pressure. Like they just gave up. And it was so frustrating to watch that defense play. It was... Like, I didn't even want to talk about game two today because it, it happened Friday. So I was like, we'll just leave it in the past. Like, full, like, Daryl Sutter move. But then as soon as I hit record, I was like, i got to talk about it. And then, you know, the Oilers' speed is a problem. And then the, the defense is a problem. Daryl Sutter putting out the fourth line against Connor McDavid is a problem. And then fast forward to Sunday night. I cannot express how frustrating this implosion has been. It's just been implosion after implosion after implosion. And I don't want to sit here and, you know, shift shift the blame here, put it there, put a bunch of targets on people's back. But what in the ever-loving hell is wrong with the fourth line? Okay, Milan Lucic shouldn't have ran Mike Smith. It looked a lot worse than it actually was the first time. Um, I, I just, I'm not going to sit here and act like he is some sort of angel because he's not. But I also have to sit here and like scratch my head because like, I understand you're frustrated. I'm frustrated. You're playing on the ice and you're doing dumb stuff like that. That's going to cost this this team, even strength minutes, and you're going to put them on the penalty kill. And then, you know, Trevor Lewis, of all people, is just taking penalty after penalty. Why is this man still in the lineup when he has provided absolutely nothing to this team besides sitting in the penalty box? That's it. 
But one person we're not going to blame for this is Jacob Markstrom. I, I do not think that Jacob Markstrom's numbers reflect his performance. I think that it is a reflection of the defense. I think that it is a reflection of the inability to um, have players have a net front presence. Noah Hannafin, I'm talking to you. There was an Oliver Shillington moment last night as well. Oh, yeah, congrats on scoring your first ever uh, playoff goal. Proud of you. But he just didn't even try to stop the puck. He just watched it go in. And then Evander Kane gets a hat, hat trick. Evander Kane embarrassing the Flames this way is just so unacceptable. Like, I cannot think of a worse human being to do this to this Flames team. Like, that plays hockey, I should say. Like, I can think of a lot of, like, worse people than Evander Kane. But in the NHL, this should not be happening. The Flames are not this crappy level team that they have been in the past. This is a competitive team, and the fact that this this Oilers team is so fast that makes it look like the Flames have just completely regressed, and makes them look like that slow-ass beer league team that I started covering two seasons ago. I don't want to do that anymore. I didn't want to do that. I don't want to do it. We have had fun this season, and I'm not going to let this Evander Kane redemption arc be the reason why the Flames season ends early. It's just not happening. It's not happening. I I'm tired of Trevor Lewis. I'm tired of him taking penalties. Why wasn't he waived earlier in the season when Brad Richardson was waived? Him and Brett Ritchie? I... I need to bite my tongue. I just, I have to bite my tongue. Because, as you can tell, my voice is already going and we're only six minutes into this thing. Why are you putting your fourth line out there against Connor McDavid, Evander Kane, and Leon Dreisaitl? I don't care if Leon Dreisaitl's injured. I don't care. His leg, his ankle's probably literally like dingling in his skate like this, like a little wiggly tooth, okay? But you know what? Put your best line out there against them. Why would you not roll out Mangiapane, Backlund, and Coleman, a more defensive line, against them? What are you going to do? Are you hoping your fourth line just like, oh, they'll take care of it with like big hits? That's not how you win a hockey game. Listen, I understand, Daryl Sutter, you have won multiple cups, okay? I get it. No, good for you. I'm Real proud of you. But what you are doing is setting this team up for a disaster. It's not going to neutralize Connor McDavid, Evander Kane, and Leon Dreisaitl. It's not. It's going to make them better. So stop. Stop. Enough is enough. Coming up next. We're, we're going to take a deep breath. <laughs> we're going to talk about Chris Tanov and how desperate the Flames are to have him back on this, on this team. But first, let's take a minute to talk about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens are a great uh, daily vitamin, uh, nutrient, supplement, 
to take if you are someone who is looking to improve your health with one delicious scoop of AG1. You are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And I, t- I start it every day, start my day with it every day, scoop it in my water, and um, I think it's great. Um, it's a great way to, honestly, number one, to make your water tastes better so it doesn't taste like water uh it has like this like fun like tropical taste to it but it helps with um gut health uh, focus your immune system things like that and i think it's great for anyone who is interested in you know trying to make their life uh, a little bit more green Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for following along with me this postseason here on Locked on Flames. Uh, I am greatly appreciative of you all. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can follow uh, right at Jess Belmosto, and of course, um, uh, the show's Twitter feed, LO underscore FlamesPod. What joint, ligament, limb, muscle does Chris Tanev need? What does he need? Because I will give it to him. I will give it to him. I will sacrifice my unathletic body to make sure that the Flames are capable of winning. Does he need my hip? I wouldn't give him my hip. My my hip's in rough shape. Does he want it? I'll give it to him. Actually, that's fine. But it does appear that the injury he is facing is very significant, but they are not disclosing what it is, which I understand why they don't, especially in the postseason. But I also think it's like, the lack of, I am someone who likes transparency. And I'm not saying this because I think like we're entitled to know everything that goes on in these players' lives <clears throat> or anything like that. I think it's just a matter of like safety, to be entirely honest. And I'm, you know, I already have this feeling that we're going to find out that, you know, Leon Dreisaitl has been playing with like a torn ligament, like a messed up Achilles, you know, and things like that. Like that. That is unfortunately the nature of this game, right? But back to Chris Tanner. Every time he skates, I I get this little glimmer of hope. A little, little glimmer. And each time he's out there for an optional skate, that glimmer grows a little bit brighter. Um, if he's ready for game four, that's great. Um, I hope that he's okay to play but 
ultimately, I think that game five at home uh, would be a sick comeback for him. Obviously, you know, you're looking for the storyline, come back in front of your home crowd, all that, right? Um, that's just how I look at things, but I am just very concerned about how the Flames defense looks without him. And I don't think that the Flames are capable of winning uh, the Stanley Cup without Chris Tano. And Mike Gold had this perfect tweet last night that I, when I saw it, I knew I was going to talk about it on the show. I was like, this is going to be a whole talking point. But he said, uh, I don't know if you can win the Stanley Cup with Chris Tanev as your number one defenseman, but I'm absolutely confident that you cannot win it without him. And I think that's such like a perfect synopsis of who Chris Tanev is and what he is to this team because he plays an integral role on your team as a leader, as a defenseman, as literally everything that we are watching right now um, has been abysmal because we are without Chris Tanev and you know of course there's like it's not just because of him like there's other holes to plug but his absence is so significant to this team and it is frustrating it is just a blow to the confidence that everyone has had for this team and that's why you need to have strong defensemen like Yes, this forward group that they've built is great. But we knew that the defense, the blue line needed some help. And I'm sorry. Noah Hannafin, honey, I love you. I think, you know, we are we are some South Shore besties here. But stop just watching the puck. Stop. Move the puck. Throw yourself in front of it. I don't do something. Your really pretty eyes aren't just going to, like, shoot lasers out of it and, like, stop the puck, okay? But Chris Tanev is just a huge part of this team, and losing him is is so detrimental. And I don't know how many times I can say that. detrimental, detrimental. But the Flames absolutely cannot let the Oilers go up 3-1. to one. They just can't, okay? Like, if that happens, it's over. It is 200% over for the Flames. You know why? The air is slowly leaking out of their tires right now. Like, the, the tire pressure light hasn't come on yet. Um, but it, it's about to, depending on how game four goes. But if game four starts in some sort of abysmal way, that tire pressure light's coming on. Your dashboard is filled with, like, the check engine light. Um, I don't know what any of the other things on my dashboard mean. Like, you need an oil change. Like, literally just go. Just ditch the car and start walking. Because there's no way to come back from the mess that will happen if the Oilers go up 3-1. to one. I think it is just nauseating to think that the, that the Oilers could actually eliminate the flames because of how they're playing and I'm hoping that last night was a wake-up call for the flames and I hope that it, it was a wake-up call the same way that Johnny's um penalty shot was 
like, I hope it's like that same turning point in the series, you know? I hope that this is, you know, this is coming a little bit earlier rather than a game five. But the Flames need to wake up, have some coffee, um, do something, have a Red Bull, switch out your Gatorade for a Red Bull. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. My answer in these things are take a nap and come back stronger, which is why I'm a podcast host and not an athlete. You know, I'm the picture of health over here, right? But just absolutely ridiculous. The Flames need to avoid any sort of just do not let the Oilers sniff out a win in game three. Game four, rather. Sorry. Do not. Do not. Let those sharks sense your fear and the blood in the water. Okay? Okay. Coming up next, we are going to take a quick break to talk um, about that online. But when we come back, we are absolutely going to be talking about uh, some other concerning behaviors going around in the league because some involve the flames, some don't. And but before we do that, Bet Online has everything you need to uh, bet on sports. Please gamble responsibly. If you are participating in sports gambling, please gamble responsibly. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and information. For find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, major league baseball scores, and of course the NHL playoffs. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live sports betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So last night, you know, I'm I'm in bed. Let me let me set the scene for you. I'm in bed. I'm scrolling on doom scrolling on Twitter. Post-game quotes are rolling in. Articles are coming in. Then some video gets put on my timeline. And it's very clearly in an elevator. And Andrew Mangiapane is there. So I'm thinking like this is you know, uh, like an elevator attendant at um, the Oilers arena and, you know, just kind of like talking and like, you know, be like, oh, hey, like, this is so cool. Uh, no, I open it and it is this annoying Oilers fan chirping, if you even want to call it that. Um, Pani and Backland. And he's not making sense when he's chirping. Like, Number one, I I do not like elevator conversations. I think being in an elevator with another human being is terrifying enough, let alone like two really good hockey players, right? Um, and this guy is like just going and going and going, like talking like, oh yeah, like the Oilers just won, eh? Yeah. And um, you know, like honestly, if he wanted to chirp them, he could have just said, hey, like. Sorry, like, do you know the, the score of the Oilers game? Like, you know, I just got out of work. Like, do you know what it was? Like, how it ended or something? Like, something quick-witted, snappy like that. And just end the conversation. But no, this man, this this child, I don't know who it was. I don't know. Proceeds to 
docks what room they're staying in and is just talking all this, excuse my language, but shit. For no, like, I get it, like, talk your shit, like, do it, like, I come on here and do it, but to do it to the, not one face, but two faces, you are bold and annoying, but I don't know, I just thought it was stupid, and it's just weird and, like, unacceptable behavior, number one, to, like, dox them and be like, oh, this is the room I'm staying in, and they're right next to me, oh, like, he's gonna keep them up all night, are you kidding me? The other thing we need to talk about is Nazem Kadri. And I wanted to end the show on this note um, because a lot of people are missing the point. Number one, yes, Kadri has a reputation. Number two, that reputation does not mean you can send death threats and be like really, really Islamophobic and just really say really heinous things online. I don't, I don't understand how someone thinks that they are just entitled to view these things. And number three, he was not trying to crash the net. He was not doing what Milan Lucic did. To Mike Smith, okay? He wasn't doing that. And for the police to literally have to get involved in this is absurd. Okay, number one, this tells me that Colorado takes their player safety very seriously. Number two, Jordan Bennington is an absolute clown for throwing a water bottle at Kadri. Like, are you a child? Number three... He has extra security at his hotel right now. He's with his family, you guys. He's a human being. And I'm going to read some quotes um, from the Seattle Kraken, uh, Lockdown Kraken, Erica Ayala. And um, I just, I'm upset. Okay, quote, if your reaction to taking death threat seriously is to tell fans to grow up or to mock them, respectfully, F you. I'm so tired of people making racist, sexist, homophobic, and other targeted, quote unquote, jokes, and then expecting communities who have been, who have seen their people uh, just explicit content uh, and beaten to calm down. Good for you. I guess I don't see the connection, but don't you dare try to gaslight the rest of us. End quote. Um, that very well said. I that she's very articulate um and how she was able to express that because honestly, she took what I was feeling and put put it into words because I am like so angry and I appreciate her for being able to put that into words because I think a lot of us are feeling that but um I just kind of wanted to end today's show on a note to remind you all to call out those behaviors and hold on rewind rewind Craig Baruby Baruby 
had no comment when asked about it. Why can't you just say, I literally, your team PR person, if they didn't like, if they told you not to say anything, number one, they should lose their job. Number two, um, hi, I'm available for hire. Uh, number three, what is going on? Like, you should not, like, there's a way to say what you want to say without, like, uh, stepping on the toes of the in police investigation, right? And this is what I said, right? This is what his quote could have been and what their PR person should have written. Something along these lines. It's unacceptable. Fans have to be better. Racially motivated attacks have no place in our game or anywhere in society. I'm thinking of him and his family. Look at that. Look at how easy that is to say. I, I just, I don't know. I'm so frustrated. I'm so tired of this league doing the same shit over and over again. And fans being like gaslit like they're like oh there's no racially there's nothing racially motivated behind this when it's literally racially motivated because no one is talking about what Milan Lucic did last night the way that they're talking they were talking about Kadri okay okay thank you all so much for listening to Lockdown Flames I appreciate you all thank you for sticking with me uh I like I'm losing my voice again after recording this and shouting and coughing, I feel like Alex Jones of the hockey community, but just incredibly less problematic. But uh, I will see you all tomorrow for a game for preview. Um, I have no insight as to what could happen. It just It's go time. The Flames need to get it together. And with that, I will leave you all with... <laughs> some positivity and sending you all lots of hugs and go flames.